is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Live from the warehouse, it's The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. Want to remind you about the top 60 and 60. It's back. Listen, every day at 1.30 as Hanson Scotty announced another uh, member of the top 60 players in the state of Utah as we count you down to the college football season. It's the top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon only right here on the Zone Sports Network. We're expecting to talk to uh, BYU head football coach Kalani Satake coming up here momentarily. Always great to catch up with the coach. Yeah, it's BYU Media Day, Football Media Day today, and uh, they had their presentation down there, and the guys were down there earlier all through the day. And uh, I don't think uh, we've had Kalani on, though, right, uh, on our station? Nope, so not yet. it be good to talk with, with Kalani. Haven't, uh, haven't spoken with him in a bit. You know, it's uh, it, I've talked to coaches about this before, Gordon. I'm sure you've hit on something similar with coaches, but how – you know, oftentimes years you get the most credit for being a great coach aren't the years where you do the best coaching job per se, you know, self in a self-evaluating kind of way. And that makes a lot of sense when you have a younger team and a lot of turnover. You're doing a lot of coaching, right? You're doing a lot of hands-on and teaching. And uh, when you have those senior-laden upperclassmen teams, you're <laughs> taking a nap in your office <laughs> as they're out there, you know, uh, doing their thing because they've been in the program and they set the tone. And, you know, this year for BYU, I think they have the potential to have a really nice year, but I think it might be more of the former where there's going to be a lot of coaching involved. Well, let's ask Kalani if he was sleeping through all last season. <laughs> I would have been. He probably wasn't, but uh, I know I would have been. <laughs> Guys, you uh, you handle this practice. Uh, we're going to set the clock on uh, on the practice sessions, and uh, don't bother me unless uh, unless it's an emergency. Have a good day. The number one question with BYU football is the progress that they made last year against an inferior schedule. At least they were playing, and they looked so good doing it all but one week. And uh, they, you know, this year they're going to have a a, a really nice schedule. And can they meet that challenge uh, with without their star quarterback from a year ago and uh, without a couple of players who really did well? But they've got some talent in that program, and uh, a lot of those guys uh, showed uh, a lot of positivity last year. The question is, can they do it against higher caliber competition? That's what everybody wants to know, right? Well, uh, well. Well, I guess kind of, except for it's a really different team this year. So to make the comparison to last year, I don't think is all that fair. Well, to be they've, they've still got some some of the same players, some, yeah. but I I don't like the and I I'm not necessarily saying you're making this argument per se, but I don't like the connection of let's say BYU goes six and six this year, that that's where a people reflection of on last, last year, year yeah, yeah mm-hmm. right. I don't I don't think that's really fair. But that happens all the time with a school like BYU. You know, who isn't in a P5 conference and uh, still there are people who wonder about how good the team really is. Is it over uh, right too high? 
or or not. And it seems like one year does. Anytime BYU has an off day, then even if they have a really good team, it's ah, see, they really yeah, weren't that yeah. good. BYU goes six and six this year, and everybody goes, oh man, yeah. yeah you, you know what? Year, Confirmed. It, yeah. Steve Young did suck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. It, 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 I, and it's not fair. I mean, yeah. it's really not. I'll give you an example. Uh, and, and to answer your question, I think it's because people out there get wrapped up in the narrative and don't like critical thought. And there's a lot of people out there that don't like critical thought. They just say, well, this is, right? So remember going from the Herbo 04 Utes to Witt's first year 05. Mm-hmm. The Utes were still overwhelmingly picked at the top of the league in the preseason media poll that year. Now, that was a really good Mountain West conference. You remember with TCU and, and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And Utah was replacing everybody, including their quarterback. I mean, it was just it, – it wasn't going to be that easy, I mm-hmm. guess is my point. All right, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, he is the head coach at BYU. It is BYU Media Day today. He is Kalani Satake back on the big show. What's going on, Coach? What's going on, gentlemen? I thought I was going to see you guys in person. Well – uh, we got, uh, uh, well, let me put it this way. We got trapped by some very comfortable couches, Coach, <laughs> we're here at the warehouse. Very comfortable couches. I've made uh, similar decisions. That's okay. Has it, uh, <laughs> Kalani, has it been a long day for you, my friend? It has, but I, I'm loving every second of it. I mean, I, you know, I really missed media day and, and, and took it for granted and then realized that I, I actually like talking to the media and seeing all these friendly faces. And so, it's been a lot of fun, especially when you're trying to promote your your uh, program and the players in it. So, I'm having a lot of fun and talking to BYU football. It's been it's been a, a good day for me. Come on, Kalani, you got to tell us who's the guy in the media that you just can't stand. There's got to be somebody out there. We know it's not us, right, Jake? No, uh, maybe Gordon. Maybe Gordon. <laughs> no, I mean, you guys, you guys are you guys are definitely up up there with my favorites. But uh, yeah, there's I, I love them all. I mean, they're, they're all been good. I mean, it, it's not a, a point of them um, being, uh, you know, positive about me. It's just being fair, and I can say the media, local media, has been always fair to, to, to me and to this program. So, Coach, I, I guess I'll ask you this. Uh, Gordon and I were just chatting about it, how different years are, are different. You know, uh, obvious statement of the world, but sometimes you have younger teams, more uh, veteran teams. You know, every year is different. Uh, this year, what what kind of job do you have to do in preparing this team with a little bit of a younger team? Do you have to be more hands-on? Do you have to, you know, uh, I, I guess what that what's that like? Well, I mean, I think the the team's been deep for a long time as far as our, our the talent and the number of people that we can use and we feel comfortable using in the game. Uh, when, if you're looking in start, in, in relation to, to starters, and maybe it's a little different, but last year we, we knew that we had some games under control and, and were able to give a lot of our, our um, inexperienced players more valuable time on the field. And so that, that was a huge benefit for um, getting some games uh, decided early, having younger guys, inexperienced guys get on the field and, and getting that valuable time. I think it's going to be really helpful for us. We saw that um, help us out in spring ball. We have what much further ahead team in spring than we've had in the past. And so I think hoping that, that that'll uh, translate over to what we're trying to do as a program going into fall camp with the off-season conditioning. I, I feel really good about where we're at right now and, and, and looking forward to when we get the pads on in August. So, Kalani, as you know, Lavelle used to always say before every season, he'd say, 
we have a chance to be a pretty good football team this year. I heard him say it a thousand times. I'm sure you heard him say it. Do you have a chance to be a pretty good football team this time around? I think that's what you were suggesting there. Yeah, and I, I think I said it last year that we have a, a chance, and I, I think we have a, a chance this year to, to have a good team too. It's just a matter of uh, of getting through some things and then working together and, and got some new faces to the program. But I think uh, all together, I, I really like the culture of the program and the team and looking forward to seeing these guys perform and compete. Jake suggested uh, before you came on that you could have slept through last season and done just fine. I did not. I, don't misrepresent I, I, what I was saying. <laughs> Stop that no, right I, now. I, I think what you meant was he had done such a fine job coaching leading up to the season that uh, he could have that luxury. I don't know if that's what I meant either. <laughs> but, but I, thought you you, a... I thought you meant you were sleeping through uh, the, the quarantine. I think a lot of people did that. <laughs> Uh, no, what I was getting at is last year's team, uh, you, you had a lot of smart upperclassmen football players that knew their role and, and did it really, really well. And sometimes, you know, those teams are different to coach than when you have uh, a bunch of young guys. For sure. And and, and when you go through the uh, attrition of uh, replacing um, starters, replacing a lot of valuable leadership, uh, that that's part of uh, college football year to year. And that's become the challenge. And, and for us, I think we're We've got a really good system in place now, and, and where we've kind of established some roots with with this, this these uh, young men, and and uh, we're from them being underclassmen to, to upperclassmen now, and we're hoping we can see the next you know this year's um, you know Brady Christensen this year, uh, Zach Wilson and Dax Milne, who's going to be those guys, Tyler Algier, those guys that that um, weren't getting a lot of recognition last year, um, who are going to be those guys to step up, and I think there's a lot of names that we could be mentioning, but. Um, it's going to be. It's going to play itself out when, through the competition in fall camp. You mentioned Algier there, man. He, did he have a great year last year or what? I mean, he really looked good. Kalani is is that? Are we scratching the surface here with that kid, or is he? Can he be even better? He, he's as real as they come, and, and and the one thing I could tell you, his work ethic is unbelievable, and it's nice to see a young man come into the program. Uh, go through some development, learn the game, play a, a variety of, um, of uh, positions, and then commit to being a contributor on special teams first, and then having that transition onto the football field as a as a starter and as a, a you know big time playmaker for us on the offensive side of the ball. Coach Kalani Satake with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Coach, I know you've been asked all day who the starting quarterback is going to be. And if you want to break news on the big show and announced uh, right now, feel free. But I guess my question would be, what are you looking for in a starting quarterback? Is there some connective tissue there with with uh, players that have had success in your experience? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a, the personality, the leadership, the, um, a lot of the things that you look for in a guy that, 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 you can, help, that can help you win games. Uh, and I feel like we have three really good ones. Um, uh, they're they're going to have to figure out who's going to be the starter because it's going to come down to whoever earns it. And um, that's the only way I can function as a head coach is to give the the, the starting job to the guy that deserves it. And so um, we're going to go with that in mind. And I, they know I feel really comfortable with them. Uh, A-Rod does. The, the whole coaching staff feels comfortable and the team feels comfortable with those guys. And I'm really looking forward to them competing and getting better. And, and, uh, and, you know, with the competition, hopefully all three get better, but the, hopefully one of them will definitely stand out and then take that starting spot. I heard A-Rod say that there was no advantage to uh, revealing that information, uh, maybe right up until your first game. 
Kalani, I, I may, you may not want to reveal it, but do you have do you have a favorite, or am I asking you to pick your child, your, your best child here? I mean, do you have a guy who you you really like what you see, and you know you haven't made up your mind fully, but you kind of like it? Well, there's uh, I, I, all three of my favorite, right? And 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 um, I, I think they they have unique abilities and, and skills that, that that they can highlight our strengths to their their style of football, but. The one thing that that is common in all three is that they can lead this team. They have a lot of confidence and poise, and they have the throwing ability to to, to lead our offense. Um, yeah, obviously, they have uh, big shoes to fill with Zach, but uh, we saw Zach make a huge improvement in a year, and so these guys can can find themselves uh, doing the same type of improvement if they work the same way that Zach did. And they were here in the room working with Zach, standard that Zach operated under. So the standard is, is set really high, and hopefully um, these guys can get there. We'd like all three to get there, but uh, definitely the, the one that rises above the, the other two will be the starter. What do you think some strengths of this team coming up are going to be? Well, I, I love the cohesiveness of the group, and I love that, that our, our guys are committed to the, uh, the mission of the team and the culture of the team, and then they're really committed to trying to uh, love as much as they can for, from – appreciating the people that help them get to where they're at, their loved ones, their, their family members, and honoring them by the way they conduct themselves on and off the field, and then uh, their, their commitment to learning and getting better. And so with, with that being said, I, I, all I care about is that these guys perform at their best in, in, in every facet of their life, and and uh, hopefully when they do that, uh, you know, greatness will happen. And I, I really feel good about the young men in this team and, and, and the leadership with, with, with what we have and our coaching staff. And, feel really good about uh, the opportunity to get things back to normal and have the fans in the stands again, and and uh, hopefully we can make them happy in 2021. Kalani, you got a couple of new receivers coming into the program, guys who are pretty darn talented. Uh, so whoever your quarterback is is going to have some nice targets to throw to. Yeah, a lot of talent uh, in the receiving core and also tight ends. Uh, we have some a good group of young men that come back on the O-line. Um, obviously, you got Lopini and, and and Tyler at running back, and so there's uh, there's definitely some good experience um, production that are returning, and then you know we've added some guys that, that that I think bring valuable experience and toughness to this group, and they will help complement what we've already got started as far as pass catcher um, pass catchers. So uh, I, I can't wait. I just want to see them get out there and, and catch the ball and throw the ball and make big time plays, and then uh, all together that will help our defense get better by defending them all right this is this is a really random question coach uh okay. but what was what was that old cartoon gordon with the time traveling dog you know what i'm talking about like sherman and the little dog and they used to time travel you know what i'm getting I, at I don't you're remember. the king of old cartoons oh was it mr peabody mr peabody and sherman so uh coach so, uh, if you could you know go with mr peabody and sherman back in time <laughs> to your first year at byu as head coach what advice would you give yourself Oh man! Well, if, if you if you're looking at an opportunity to do that, I think for me is to just be open to. Um, I, I compare being a head coach to being a father for the first time. That you have an idea of how you want things to go, and it just never really works out the way that you think all the time. Some similar things, but there's also some things that you learn along the way. And I've learned a lot, and I think my commitment to learning and getting better and trying to and, and trying to look for answers has been has been really helpful for me. But also, I would just go back and tell myself that uh, rely on, on the wonderful people that surround you, both on the campus 
at BYU and then the, the circle of mentors and then also um, be really thankful for the opportunity you had to, to be around such a great fan base and, and appreciate everything you got. So I'm, I'm hoping that I, I'm doing a good job at that. Um, but that's that's the advice I'd give. Hopefully I, I, I didn't sway too far from that, but that's I think that I'd go back to things like that. You know, Kalani, uh, you don't need my substantiation on that, but I remember I really do think you are a coach who does pick up something every year, every month uh, along the way. And I remember sitting in your office talking with you about all the notes you take and have taken through the years and those notebooks that you keep and how you've studied that stuff and you make a record of it and you, and you really do remember. And I think that's evident in the way your, your players have, uh, have, have responded. Uh, so I guess that's a compliment to you. I appreciate that. And I, I recognize that, um, you know, I, I, I am really fortunate to have so many people um, care about me and put a lot of effort and investment and energy into my life uh, from a young man to, to an adult. And, and now as an older middle-aged man, I, there's people that are still um, giving time, energy, and love to me. I respect it and, and appreciate everything that's gone my way. And hopefully I can do uh, my part in helping and, and pay it forward to others. But uh, I definitely can't do it alone. And this program is never going to be about one player, so it definitely will not be about one coach. But it's just an honor for me to be a part of it and to be in this role as a head football coach. It's just something that I love dearly, and, and I, I wake up every morning just with a big smile on my face with the opportunities and things that I get to do in my life. So you're really enjoying it? I have so much fun with it. And now that we have media day and I get to see the media members, it's all complete now. <laughs> <laughs> uh coach when when you played you were a leader and a captain and this is my my final question by the way and and on those teams and i'm asking this question really for scott gerard how did you manage hans olsen how how did you keep that loose cannon uh in line i'm pretty sure amanda would say the same thing a lot of love and patience <laughs> you'd have to with with hans i think that's the only way to go Hey, you guys have a great group up there. All of you guys are, are awesome, hands included, and and uh, you do a great job for the, for sports in, in in the local market. And so I appreciate everything you do, and you know, hopeful hopefully the fans out there will will support us. But right now, just don't give up on our Utah Jazz. They still got some games to play. I was going to ask you about that, Kalani, because I know you pay attention to that stuff as a coach. If you were going to hear Rudy Gobert say that he he didn't think he, there was a sense of urgency, especially with the defensive end in that game last night. Okay, now put on your coaching hat. What would you say to those guys in that locker room heading back down to L.A.? I don't think there's much to say. Those guys are professionals. But when you look at the their ability to compete and how, how special that group is, um, what they've done during the regular season, their backs are now against the wall and they're in the corner. And um, – if I know anything about Quinn Snyder and the group that that, that uh, represent Utah Jazz, I think they're. I think we're going to be really happy about the next performance. Mm. Well, Coach, thank you very much for a few minutes. We always appreciate it and look forward to seeing your guys in camp. Appreciate the time, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. BYU head coach Kalani Satake with us here on the Big Show on BYU Media Day and. Nice enough to give us a few minutes. I always, you know, going back to forever, back when he was an assistant at Utah, and even before that, an assistant at uh, at SUU. He's always been fun to talk to. Yeah, uh, he's interesting. You know, you asked him about what he would 
how he would <laughs> sort of compare himself now to, to back when he first started as a head coach. I've seen improvement. Oh, how could you not? Yeah. It's like anything else. You I get mean, experiences and, and add knowledge. and Yeah. yeah I mean, sure. he always was knowledgeable about his football. And I'm not kidding about those notebooks. He used to keep notes on what other coaches would tell him. And he had this – he had a library – of notebooks yeah. uh, that he would uh, he would keep track of. And I think he's learned uh, as he's gone. And, and some guys, you know, they, they're satisfied with what they are. And I think Kalani has not done that, not fallen into that trap. And he, every year we sort of ask him that question. And every year he, he uh, has told us little things he's picked up along the way. Remember the first year when he was saying essential, not the first year, but the second year when they had that, uh, that drop off and he said, Hey man, we got to establish a culture here that we, we were too lax. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. He had to clean it up. Yeah. yeah. I do. I do and, he, and I'm not sure, you know, I don't know where he is on that spectrum, but uh, I, you know, it seems like they're, they have, they have made progress in that way. And, and the results uh, were pretty clear last year. Last year was a, a banner year for BYU football. Yeah. It's been a long time since we've seen that kind of national recognition come to uh, BYU football. So we'll see what happens when they're – well, they got seven P5 opponents yeah, this year. Yeah, it's going to be – Plus gonna... Boise State and what else, who else they got on there? South Florida, I think. So, they, I mean, that's going to be – that's going to be a pretty good test for them. Well, UVA is going to be a guaranteed win. <laughs> so there's one. Okay. Okay. Bronco comes home. <laughs> okay. October. Hey, 30th. I'm Jake Scott, and I'm the newest Wahoo. Yeah, Mr. Vatek over there. Yeah. <laughs> How about that though? Bronco coming back to Lavelle Edwards Stadium. That's something. How do you think that happened? Do you think it was? Uh... Didn't they schedule the game before Bronco oh, did they? went to UVA? I'm pretty sure because it was. Uh, they they scheduled the uh, was it a home and home with UVA like ten years ago? You remember that BYU played UVA on the day I got married in two thousand thirteen. Really? Yeah. I remember the the game. It was the lightning game. Yeah, right? yeah. So I think this was part of that, but I could be wrong about that actually. Huh. Well, it was nice weather here. It was nice. It was quite nice here. That's true. <laughs> That's All right. Really <laughs> Out to the zone phone. Thanks to Coach Satake for jumping on with us today. He's he's the best. We appreciate uh, his time. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.